Hello, Perry. Hi, Perry. I missed you. How are you doing, cousin? Somebody pray for me. Doing pretty good, Perry. Thanks for showing up for the show. Hope things are going well over there in Texas land. Probably get going here pretty quick. Busy with kids and work. Hey, man, I believe it. That sounds like a lot of work to me. I've just been working. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 35 of the Abstract Sports Podcast. We are bringing the show back to life by looking at the game from abstract and popular angles. Yeah, I don't want to hear about your curling business. Yeah, curling. is It's an abstract sport, don't Wrong you know? abstract. Just kidding. Now, jumping rope Explain. is also an abstract sport. Uh, the whole idea is that we try to talk about sports and relate them to our lives and like anybody else's life because there's a lot of things in sports that, that relate to life. It's a good metaphor for life. Um, I said the word life a lot right there. Life, life, life. Life, 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 life. But without further ado, let's get this thing going. You're in for a hell of a show. Let's go. Graphic. Graphics, graphics, graphics. Man, I don't even need music for that video. (laughs) You're going to have to like cut out my my voice there. Yeah, (laughs) I can't. You can't? Uh, it's impossible. I actually oh. should just mute you. and You, you should. You should. <laughs> no, that's okay. I think that it adds a little bit of humor to the show. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Seven layer dip, man. <laughs> Seven layer dip. Got to add my voice wherever I can. That was a, that was a sour cram. <laughs> sour cram. Sour, sour cram in my voice into that intro, yeah. intro video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you guys were here for the last episode, uh, you'll know I'm going to turn my mic down a little bit. It is, I'm blasting. I'm like yelling at you guys right now. Check, check. Um, check, check. So we did a little bet last week where we bet on the uh, wild card games for the NFL. And guess what? What, I, Kyle? I managed to win a bet. <laughs> How did you do that, Kyle? It was by a tiebreaker. What? You know, similar to me getting beat all the time in fantasy football this what? year. Like my the only win that I could have had early in the season, it came. I actually ended up losing because of a score adjustment. I actually won, but this time by a similar margin. A, a point differential tiebreaker. <laughs> what? Um, what? And so because of that, Micah in this show is going to, he's planning on making five positive references to the Lakers. I think that's what the deal was. Planning is a strong word. Planning. Uh, feel more <laughs> my hand is being forced into this, but you know, whatever. We'll go <laughs> uh, so. Got some comments already. Uh, Dallas saying stats. Woot woot. Yeah, that's, that's what's up. Stats sounds terrible. College boy. See, another thing about abstract sports would be like like to look at the intangibles, not things like stats, because numbers aren't really what are the game of what the game is about. They are telling of how good a player might be, but how good of a person is that player? <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> uh, Michael says you won. Must have been a glitch. <laughs> uh, I hear that there are some pretty mean glitches on Madden. Michael here is telling me about some mean, some mad. Some, mad glitch some action. Mad, mad and glitches. Uh, Micah says in the chat, Micah, welcome to the stream. Uh, See, advantage of me having this, I can communicate. That is true. You can just chat right, chat it up. I can ignore Kyle and just chat. <laughs> but yeah, Stay. so anyways, Micah lost the bet. And uh, the other end of the bargain was that I was going to show off some of my decorations. So I thought I might use the beginning here to show, cause I did say I would do this anyways. I do need to decorate my office. So yeah, we could show them. We have mobile webcams. Well, I, I'll just grab some and we'll show, I'll show them to the camera. So, all right, I'm going to show you guys some things I brought. I don't know where to put them yet. That's why you're not things you brought. Anything. You know, who's bringing it. 
What? Luke Walton for the Lakers. How so, man? That Mikey? guy is coaching well. Wow. That's one. <laughs> I think he's doing a good job. A certain guy says that he's losing the locker room. And then he came I don't know out what you're and talking said, about. Did you did you see this interview? Okay. No, I, I did, but I don't know what you're talking about. So LeVar Ball. You said positive references, you said nothing about having to talk about the balls. You don't have to. I'm just gonna make a comment. Okay. He's uh, talking about the balls. <laughs> so Not LeVar me. Ball said Luke Walton's losing the the locker room. And and then the next game, like the next day, Luke Walton took Lonzo out early, trying a different rotation. And the first question to him in a in a interview after the game was, uh why? So you took out Lonzo to look at different rotations. Uh, what was the thought process there? What were you thinking? And he's like, well, his dad was talking shit, so I thought I'd take him out early. <laughs> and then two seconds later, he's like, I'm just kidding. And everybody thought he was serious. It's hilarious. You know, that, that Luke Walton, he's a he's a handsome, funny guy. So glad he's doing well at the Lakers. Does that still count as one reference? Or? No, no, that's, that's, that's a totally two. unrelated one. Okay, fair so. enough. I'm basically going to focus on Luke Walton because I refuse to talk about the balls and I don't know enough about Kyle Kuzma. Well, he went to Utah State. Kyle. Kyle Cosmo. Kyle Kuzmar. Kuzmars. Let's see what we've got going on in the chat. People talking smack in the chat. I love it. Lakers are not the worst team in the league. There's one for you, Micah. Oh, Oh, you know what's great about the Lakers? (laughs) They're not last. They beat Atlanta. They did. So They also beat... Another team last night. Kudos to Luke Walton for, you know, keeping him out of the basement. <laughs> so Three. I'm going to show you guys some of the things I brought uh, to decorate my office with. I need to get a bunch of baseball stands. I've got like six baseballs, and it's not even my favorite sport. Um, so, got a, got a nice little baseball here. Oh, Rawlings. Mm. I've been to Rawlings, Missouri. Got a little autograph action there. Not sure how well you can hear me, but another one with an autograph. Ooh, look at that autofocus doing work, kind of. And this one is, this is a signed by all the players on the Idaho Falls Chuckers. Future All-Stars. So that's some baseball action. You may have seen an article on the blog. I talked about this guy named Hunter Green. Uh, he got signed by the Reds. This kid's like under 20 years old. Supposed to be a phenom, pitcher, slugger. Um, and so here is a, his Sports Illustrated cover. Um, you can go on the blog, go to abstractsports.com, and there's an article about him on the front page there. You can read about it. Um, Where'd you get that magazine? So my mother-in-law... She's a subscriber to Sports Illustrated, and I couldn't get it from her before I went to the game to get his autograph. So I ended up printing out something, printing out a cover of this, like a copy, and getting that signed, which is okay to me. But, um, yeah, I I found this after the fact. (laughs) So I want to get this framed and, like, I don't know. (laughs) You know, there's only a couple spots. Your first decoration, (laughs) what? Um, But not only do I have this, I have another print signed by him, and I have this baseball I show you. So, this is like the most prized possession of the podcast so far. He told me at dinner that we weren't talking about baseball. Well, yeah. this is just the you're, beginning. I just I have to show my my decor. You're a liar, Kyle. <laughs> you know who's not a liar? That Luke Walton. 
What a great coach. Man. Young, successful, tall, handsome. Mike is just making duplicate comments here. Yeah. Every time you duplicate a comment, you have to, to do another one. <laughs> we'll just say I'm still at three then. <laughs> you know what I like about the Lakers? They're not afraid to put yellow and purple together. Wow, good There's one. Some, some ugly colors that they put together. Did you know purple and yellow are exactly opposite on the color wheel, therefore making it a great color combination? Didn't know that. Yeah, that's a fun fact. So that's four. Uh, let's see. I'm reading the comments here. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Perry says the Mavs are the worst. <laughs> Uh, or second worst. Um, I thought Atlanta. Or... Atlanta is definitely the bottom of the East. They have like um, 11 wins maybe. Kinda. Well, let's see. I have a screen. Uh, you have to dab if you reiterate. If you <laughs> if you duplicate a comment, you have to dab. All right. Well, I only have to make one more positive one, so I'm pretty sure I can uh, so get away with this not This is the last thing. One of, my, one of my in-laws, she likes to give me Lego NBA characters, okay? This is awesome. I'm just going to take the little guys off. I have like a little makeshift basketball courts made out of Legos. I'm not sure how I'm going to put this up on the podcast, but. Atlanta is 10 and 30. And the next worst is Memphis at 12 and 27. Orlando is 12 and 29. So Atlanta is the worst team. Uh, Dallas is 14 and 28, 5 and 5 in the last 10. So, yeah. Kyle showing off his toys. Sharing my toys, guys. Toys. All right, I'm done with that. But my favorite thing are these little dudes. I got a, a home Kobe and an away Kobe. <laughs> um. Anyways, now that we got that out of the way, my goodness, that was a train wreck. Uh, hey, Charles, I saw that you showed up. What's going on, guy? Yeah, Charlie. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much the decorations I have. Uh, first let's start off (laughs) with the NHL Hmm, hockey. So Micah was asking me after the show last week, how hard it would be for me to make a graphic for the NHL. And I think he has a good point because, uh, like, I think we should be adding a graphic for the NHL and talking about sportsist sport, sporty sportsist NHL is a sport. And so, uh, well, hockey is a sport. (laughs) NHL is a league for it. Uh, you know who's good at sports? The L.A. <clears throat> Lakers. They're pretty They're good. arguably the best team in L.A. And I say arguably, and I mean arguably. But, hey, I like to keep a positive outlook on the L.A. Lakers because, you know, they're a bunch of professional ball players. Yeah, I mean. Coached by Luke Walton. You would get destroyed by them. If, is that five already? All right. Well. Done. That didn't go as well as I was hoping. Uh, <laughs> Charles Davils, uh, just hanging out. I like the office. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. It is not decorated yet, but as you saw, I have things I can decorate with. I'm not sure how. Says he's been a while since he's uh, been out with the cornhole team on Wednesday night. Oh, oh, he's in a cornhole league. Have you ever heard of a cornhole league? No, but I imagine it's as exciting as it sounds. I hear you make some good... uh, Good friends. If you don't have any friends, you can go to a cornhole league, and boom, there you go. You got some buddies. I feel like um, any any league where drinking's heavily involved <laughs> probably makes some friends pretty fast. It's funny but though. He sent a picture to me. me, and it was like in a basketball gym. Like, oh man, where's like the lawn stand for your beer? Um, but no. I, anyways, going back to NHL, Micah mentioned that I should make a graphic for that, and. 
because the NFL is coming to an end and NHL and basketball kind of go on for forever until the summer, it'd be a good idea to make a graphic so we can talk more about that. And going along with that, I do plan to try and watch at least two NHL games between now and next Wednesday. Two huevos. Two. Two huevos. Partidos. Uh, And I'm not sure what I'm going to watch, but I'm just going to like keep a conscious effort in my brain that I need to watch a game. So I'm going to go find one and I'll watch it. It's the same arena as basketball. It's the same arena as basketball. <laughs> I'll just be a fan of the Kings because it's just all LA. No, I, I, I am not. A, I'm not, I don't know. I'll have to, I don't know if I should pick a team or if I should just pick a random game and watch that. I mean, what are your suggestions? I don't know. Maybe the matchup of the week or something. There you go. Like two playoff teams, something like that. Two of the top teams. Like something that is supposed to be a good matchup. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the Kings and the Staples Center, that's a busy crew. It really is. It's three professional teams all in the same season. It's nuts. And very long season at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I wonder if that's one of those crews of workers who just like, like they go through a lot of employees because it's such a demanding, demanding labor intensive thing. Hey, Eric, well, welcome to the podcast. You got to think the, the separate uh, leagues have to influence their schedules based on L.A. Right. <laughs> Availability of the court, the arena, like the NBA has to talk to the NHL. The Clippers have to talk to the Lakers. It's a lot of coordination. Yeah. I'm sure by now it's like clockwork to them, oh, which yeah. is part yeah. of the day. But I bet you getting that all coordinated in the beginning was a nightmare. It's probably pretty cyclical. <clears throat> Laker, Laker, Clipper, King, King, Laker, Laker, Clipper, Clipper <laughs> yeah. King, Laker, Clipper, King, King, Laker, Laker, Clipper, Clipper. Yeah, the I think I think what you're trying to what you're getting at is like the coordination of like the NHL schedule and the basketball schedule and getting them all to be like mm-hmm. almost like a rotating gear and fitting the games in the grooves. Like, yeah. <laughs> like when the Kings are away heavy, Lakers will be home heavy. Yeah, Clippers be home heavy, and then it switches. And maybe that's why the Lakers had like a four-day off stretch in the in the beginning of the season. I wonder if that's a big reason why. Could be. Um, Dallas says echo when Micah talks. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Maybe try moving your laptop screen just over here. Somebody pray for me. That way, when you're talking right into the mic, it may, maybe it won't bounce off your monitor. Yeah, one way or the other. That might be it. I'm not sure. Oh, because your cord. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up, Dallas. Um, maybe I'll turn down Micah's yep. mic as well. Echo. There we go. Maybe that'll maybe that'll fix it. Echo, echo, echo. Um, but yeah, so hockey. I'm gonna try to watch two games, and I I say two because three is just that's kind of a big time commitment for a sport that I. I'm just trying to get into. Kyle's, Kyle's too busy. I'm pretty busy guy. Um, too busy for the things that I love. <laughs> well, that's why you got to you cover your thing. I cover my. <laughs> um, so hockey, woo! Now time for some quick, quick, rapid fire. Squishy ball. Basketball news. Squishy ball graphic. So just some quick things about basketball. I saw LeBron had his worst game ever in terms of plus or minus against the Timberwolves. Pew. Um, Jimmy Butler apparently is his kryptonite. Pew. Uh, he had a minus 39 that game. Pew. Uh, 
And in other news, the Lakers last night, Lonzo Ball had a plus 31. Pew! Kid had five points, double-double with rebounds and assists, and four steals. Pew! Almost a quad four, five. Pew! <laughs> uh, other rapid-fire news. Pew! Uh, <laughs> Not very rapid. Yeah, I think I ran out. There wasn't a much, There really wasn't that much happening in the NBA in the last week that I can think of. Um, obviously, the Ball family's in the news, but I'm trying to avoid that. Um, Your dad joined. Hey, hey, Dad, a.k.a. B-Rad. Dallas says it sounds good. All right, fixing things on the fly. Look at us tech guys, man. What, what? We should get paid for this. <clears throat> oh, speaking of that. Also, I'm probably yelling at you. That's why it's echoing. Uh, <laughs> so recently, one of my awesome coworkers helped me set up e-commerce on the Abstract Sports website. This, the website, I'm not going to lie, has been a little bit dormant, minus me posting like the episodes of the podcast and everything. But I now have e-commerce ability, which means I can add products to the store and you can go buy stuff from it. So talk about making money. Uh, trying to make some money to help uh, keep the website online for one and also keep us motivated to keep doing the show. Um, you can see by all the equipment, you know, some of it was gifts. A lot of it was gifts. But um, it is quite the time commitment, and we'll be putting shirts up on the website soon so that if you want to go buy one, you can. It's and we. It's all him. Yeah, well, I mean, I say we because we're a team, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brad says howdy. But... Um, yeah, so that's one way you can support us. And then based on the interest, we can buy more shirts and I can even design more and put them up there. I think that can be a lot of fun. So, And maybe even sell some sports memorabilia. I mean, I've got a whole bunch of stuff I could get rid of. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. Support the blog. Support your boys. Um, now that we've had a quick promo, let's jump into some quick college hoops. One more thing about basketball. We were watching the Vandals men the other night against Portland State. Awful. And... Uh, they lost on a last second tip with, there was point sec, 0.6 seconds on the clock after the, they had made the shot. Yeah. It never should have come down to that though. <laughs> it really shouldn't have. It, there, it seemed like it was pretty sloppy. Very sloppy. Um, especially in the second half from what I was watching. And from a bunch of seniors. Mm-hmm. Not what you want to see. No. Um, I did see that, what's his name? Larry Saunders. Victor. Victor Saunders. Sanders. Sanders. <laughs> Uh, he really cares i really do care no i'm just spread thin uh i saw he's gonna be a dad today Hmm. shout out tubs at the club on twitter congrats on the sex Uh, (laughs) i mean that's just you know more responsibility on top of his uh seems like he scored 27 points that night hey instead of 22 (laughs) um yeah that's your basketball news he had a slam real quick Slam dunk, hole in one. <laughs> All right, anyways. Anyways. Let's jump into the most important sport of the day. Hyation <laughs> NBA player shot blocker. Nice. Hyation? Nice. I didn't know that. He's a high Asian. Oh, I see what you're saying there. Little word jam. Fun time. Fun time. <laughs> so let's talk about some football. Uh, you, go, you guys probably know that... Um, on Monday, a couple days ago, there was a big game called the National Championship. Nope. Never heard of it. In college football. Didn't know about it. American football. Uh, it was actually 
a pretty crazy game considering what everybody thought was going to happen. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a slow, grinded-out game, and it wasn't. And heavily in favor of Alabama is what I think a lot of people thought. I mean, I thought they were going to win by 14, something big like that. No, they were never an offensive team. I thought Alabama was going to win. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was going to go to overtime. Right. I think it was going to be a huge win, though. Did you think it was going to be a blowout in the first half? No. (laughs) No, I expected like a... Like a ten to three game or something like that. Yeah, by blowout I mean like you know a shutout, <laughs> not a blowout. Um, but yeah, that that game was really exciting because I I went in, I my vote was was that Alabama was going to win, but I wanted Georgia to win because they are the you're alone in that. What's that? You're not alone in that. Yeah, I felt like everybody at our party was sort of on that same same thought process, except for the ones that didn't really know what was going on. Kelly, <laughs> Keltron. Um, there's a massive delay on the between these because the football thing just came up. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I was I was expecting a like a landslide in one direction, but somehow Georgia got some stops and. Well, yeah. Alabama's offense wasn't playing that well, and I think it was all mental. That was probably the big thing, yeah, because they ended up benching Jalen Hurts. Uh, at the end of the half. I'll bring up some summary stuff here. I wonder where he's going to go. Yeah, you were you were mentioning that that's how you lose your spot. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's uh, he's transferring. Uh, your freshman backup proceeds to go in at halftime and throw for three touchdowns and win the game. He's got yeah, potential? Yeah, he just took your job. He shows up in big pressure moments yeah. when they need him the most. Yeah, it's, it's like if... Uh, Suddenly, one of your your coders here at your office just designed this beautiful beautiful website, you know, that you were supposed to design. Right. And it was just crap. <laughs> and then they came in and made this the best website ever. You just lost your job. <laughs> so, yes, that would. If I could put it in terms that, that that's you can a, relate to. That's a that's a pretty good pretty good way of doing it. Or or it could be like me to, like designing a whole bunch of websites and doing really well at it. And then having a coder come in and clean up the house with a much better design. Because it's kind of like the backup, the people who don't do that primarily as a starter. <laughs> well, but, the thing about it is he had the exact same job. Right. That's the hard part. Like he did your job for you better than okay, you. Okay, okay. So like uh, a support designer beating a lead designer. Yeah. That makes and yeah. getting credit for it. Yeah, <laughs> that that would be a hurt to the ego for sure. If I like, I I could imagine if an intern came in and that happened, I'd be like, oh man, they got me. Um, uh, Brad says post game interview was awkward. Yeah, it was. Um, he didn't know what to say. Yeah, he. I I think part of Jalen's problem is he's too he's too chill. He needs a little bit of the Cam Newton whiny bleep in him. <laughs> and a little less, a little less cool guy, a little less chill. Yeah, you see, it, it's actually kind of funny you mentioned Cam Newton because I was just going to say that he has a similar pocket presence to Cam Newton, at least Cam Newton this last weekend. He just like nonchalantly snaps the ball, stands there, flings a pass. He, Jalen Hurts kind of gives me that, gave me that vibe on Monday night. Not very active. Yeah, just kind of eh, we're here. Yeah. I'm sure he cares, but he doesn't right. like it. Uh, Cody asks, how much did Jalen Hurts play this season over that Hawaiian guy? 
uh, Hawaiian guy Tao Tukaluni. Oh, that name Tukalalu is <laughs> or something. He played Garbage Time. So. Uh, Tua Tagovaila. Tua Tagovaila. Something like that. Uh, well, he was the back quarterback. He played Garbage Time. He was uh, the number one dual threat high school prospect in the nation. So he didn't just come out of nowhere. But and the dual threat, you definitely saw the the second side in that first play yeah, that he, he had. I don't think he's as natural a runner as Jalen is, but he's, man, he's a better passer. Yeah. That, that dude is dropping dimes. And just to come into the biggest game of the year, you're a teenager and just ball out. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. I could imagine he was just like seeing red, you know. I, I mean, when I was 19, I was like walking up the hill to class and I'm like, man, this architecture thing is kind of stressful. But I couldn't imagine being thrown into a physical dogfight like that. Well, just uh, <laughs> think of your life. Think of his life from, you know, 7 that night to 7 the next morning. Goes in. Nobody knows who he is. He's the backup quarterback at Alabama. That's pretty good, you know. Right. The next morning, you're a goddamn hero. And <laughs> you're in the record books. And everybody loves you. You're all over ESPN. Like, it's life-changing, man. That's a pretty big jump from nobody to really one of the top ten somebodies yeah. that day. Exactly. It's kind and of weird. Kind of I, weird to think about. So I managed to find a good ESPN radio show that I listen to when I'm in the car now, which is trying to flood my life with sports so I can fill in the gaps where I, I'm not already. Um, and one of the reporters that was there at the game on the side of them was saying that, like, Basically, along those lines, she was saying he's overnight he's going to become a hero to the state of Alabama and beyond because, you know, some no-name kid or, you know, a kid who's still a backup at Alabama but not really known for anything spectacular at that school. And then all of a sudden, you know, one half of football, one big play at the end, like could have sealed his future in the NFL. Al said he should turn the game around. He did, and Mikey said Jalen had a pretty good record as a starter, I do believe. He did, because, you know, Bama has a good record right. in the last, you know, nine years. <laughs> so uh, Jalen's not exactly responsible for that record, in my opinion. He's a, he's okay at managing the game, mm-hmm. but uh, Alabama is a defensive team, and the defense helped them stay in this game, Yeah, but Tau won the game. Right. I don't think Jalen was going to win that game for him. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, you you can only imagine what's being said in that locker room after a performance like that from a team that's supposed to be by far the best in the nation. Yeah. Um, probably, I mean, from the radio shows I've been listening to, it sounds like Nick Saban is just this guy who gives the same speech over and over again. He he expects a lot out of you, and you know what to give him. He's Bill Belichick. He yeah. for Bill Belichick. Exactly. Like, just a stoic guy who gives you some choice words, and he lights the fire under you. Yeah. But this time, like, coaching played a huge role in this game. Like, you know, him making the decision to take out his favorite starter, you know. I mean, like, this guy who's led them to this point in the season. Yeah, and Jalen had a really good championship game last year. I mean, yeah, Alabama lost in the last play of the game last year. I mean, that's just kind of how, how things happen. Sometimes you have a day where you're just not on like you usually are. Like, you know, you, you come into work and you're just like, I can't focus. I can't do this. You need to shock your system. And their shock to the system was bringing in their backup quarterback. This Marcus Mariota number two. 
Yeah, that's right. I I heard a story that um, Marcus Mariota signed a pair of shoes and gave them to him. Same high school. Same high school, Hawaii. both Hawaiian. I mean, you know, those islands aren't all that big. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Never been there, but someday. That throw on cover two was perfect, by the way. Yeah, it was a good throw. The defense, that corner doesn't know how to play cover two. And this um, was, the, you're talking about the last play of the game, yeah, right? Yeah, talking about the throw. Yeah. It was, to me, it was more, it was a good throw, but it was a worse defensive bust because number 14, whatever his name was, 12 or 14, the cornerback, uh-huh. did nothing. Yeah. It, Got he, burned. That's all he did. He really, I mean, the quarterback, Tao, is that how you say his name? It's just Tao. Make sure I'm saying that right. Tua. 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 Uh, he, that was like a premeditated play, uh, from my opinion. You could tell because of the way that when when they when he snapped the ball, he was dropping back. He was looking right the entire time. And by doing that, that guy sunk over to the right a little bit because his eyes were looking that way. And, you know, thinking like some freshman quarterback coming in doesn't know what he's doing. He's like, oh, I'll cheat over. I'll be okay. And then last second, he just like turns his head and throws. Like his arm is in motion before he even turns his head. It's like he knew where he was going with it before they snapped that ball. And he knew he was going to be open. Yeah. But but in playing cover two, you got to take away the speed. Right. <laughs> and that corner did nothing except get out of the way for the wide receiver. Oh, but man. It wasn't even good. I couldn't imagine what that feels like. Uh, Brad says, let's talk about the kickers. Uh, Georgia has a better kicker. Yes. He is the most styling kicker. Yeah. He's better I've kicker. I've seen. Uh, Blankenship, is that his name? <laughs> Something like that. I, I don't know. He <laughs> He's he's better than the the Papiano kicker for Alabama. Oh right, so, popping up Opolis sort of. Popping up off of this, popping up off of this kick. He wasn't <laughs> very good, the Alabama guy. Rodrigo Blankenship. Rodrigo Blankenship. Such a great name. He sounds man. like he can kick some balls. Um, he 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 uh, made that kick to tie it. Towards the end, that was. Yeah, the fifty-five yarder. His pretty kick lit. in the Rose Bowl was clutch. Yeah. Like, so the. Good guy. The box score went a little like, I mean, yeah, no points scored in the first quarter. Just defensive battle. 13 points in the second quarter for UGA. Come out second half. Alabama has their backup quarterback. Put 10 points on the board. Seven for UGA. And then 10 more for Alabama in the fourth. And zero for UGA. And then it goes on to that last play in OT. So pretty wild game. I think... The, the Rose Bowl was better, but this was an okay chamber. I agree. I think what makes for an entertaining college game is a lot of offense, and that's just because it's faster in college football than it is the NFL, and the more you have of that, the more exciting. But for it being like a two SEC teams that, you know, everybody wants to see some diversity like we were talking about in episode 34, um, I do think this game was very entertaining regardless of – who I wanted to win and who won. Um, yeah, it didn't ruin my night. Like, right. Man, <laughs> it was just like, wow, that happened. <laughs> well, it was so sudden, too. It was a walk-off touchdown pass, which doesn't happen every day, let alone in a big game. So. It, it was a walk-off that happened after a 16-yard loss first down. That was a big sack. Second and 26, and he's like, you know what, I'll just go 41 yards for the, for the end zone. <laughs> Let's just go for the win here, Ring huh? time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
Yeah, but anyways, that he was took a really the sack good game. on purpose, Kyle. He wanted to drop bomb. Oh, was it? Yeah. He, he that was his range. He needed to be about forty yeah. yards yeah. from yeah. the a end 25 zone. Twenty-five yard pass is way too easy <laughs> and doesn't go down in any sort of history book. But a forty-one yarder. Wow. That yeah, that's crazy. A bit more substantial. I mean, Alabama or no Georgia had that eighty-yard touchdown. The guy like tiptoeing down the sideline. Man, they're only scoring the second half. Yeah, that and that was an exciting one. That's when I was like. Okay, these guys still showing up in the second half, and then they just got rocked on defense. Um, All right, so that does it for the college championship, unless there's anything else you want to say. I mean, I know that that's like your main thing. Like, college football is pretty big for you. So you got hockey now. UCF is national champion. National champs. They actually, a bunch of people there uh, pulled money together, put a billboard up in Alabama saying, play us. That'd be good. Should. <laughs> they should just an exhibition. They game. get rocked by Alabama, but they should play. I bet you ESPN would air it. Oh yeah, <laughs> but kind of makes you. Well, I guess they're not the ones that are putting together the college football well, championship. I mean, but it's all about money, right? And people would watch. People would watch just because of the rabbit hole. ESPN would make millions. <laughs> would they pay the players any? Nope. Higher, higher abstract sports will be on the scene nope. live. <laughs> That'd be sweet, though. I would love to see that. Um, so with uh, with all the Alabama coaches' bonuses from winning the national championship, uh, they could play e- with that pooled money. They could pay each player like fifty five hundred bucks. That's pretty good, just for the championship game. Just bonus. the bonuses, yeah. And just the bonuses. That's crazy. Yeah, there's no money to pay the players. <sighs> Plenty of damn money. I mean, you. If we want to go down that road for just a second, like. This kid who just became a hero overnight. Every all of these, you know, broadcasting stations and everybody who are showing this game, they're the, and the coaches and everybody else besides them, they're the ones. Everybody else is making money. His name is on his jersey. He's the one that made that play and executed it. The coach told him probably what to play, but the kid went out there and did it. Like, it does not compute. Like, well, that, that's one thing, but if this kid makes one dime off of his name while he's at Alabama. Like anything at all. He's gone. Yeah. Suspended. And disqualified. If, if they find out he did that while he was there after the fact and he won championships, they will take them away from him. Yeah. <laughs> like Reggie Bush. That that's the messed up part. Like yeah. cause the school's just like, no, no, no. We make the money, boy. Mm-hmm. Go back to work. Yeah. Uh, except they're the one the players are the ones giving the school recognition because of their skill. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's definitely a big Big discussion that I think is out there. Um, but he also, but it's also getting scholarships. Yeah, when your scholarship's worth a couple million, you let me know. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that is one thing. I mean, obviously, a lot of people, especially people who are playing for Alabama, they're probably there because there's a good chance they're going to go to the NFL. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's best school in college football. I I would be okay with the scholarship argument if the scholarships were guaranteed. And they're not. Mm-hmm. Some of them can be. So what is what is guaranteed scholarship the, mean? You were guaranteed four years of tuition paid for you. Okay. So because I mean the the scholarship is really a non-binding thing. Mm-hmm. If they don't want you on the team, they don't have to give you a scholarship. Right. They can release you. Yeah. You can you can have your scholarship yanked and you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. So, I, I can see the scholarship thing, too, because, I mean, if, if their primary thing about going to school is about getting an education. So say you, you're going to school for, I guess, a lot of, you know, a lot of athletes are 
playing the sport because that's what they want to do for a living. But then there are other guys who excel off the field too, and and that's where they're 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 meant to be, and they use football as a means to pay for their education just because it happens to be a skill of theirs. But uh, uh, Charles says it's it's kind of an awkward situation. Yeah, it's it a is. it's a big gray area, and I, I just think it the the resolution hasn't come yet. Like there's something there for it, but I mean, you know, they get a stipend. It's like part of their their full ride scholarship which is awesome. I mean, honestly, for me as a college student, college grad, I would give anything to be debt-free, right? Um, but I also don't have a skill that can get me the ability to have a college full-ride scholarship. Well, that's part of it. Uh, yeah. Charles says, definitely agree. Yeah, getting profits off the key. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're talking about. But going back to you, Kyle, you said you don't have a, you don't have a skill. Well, I mean, I do. But... Yeah, exactly. You have a skill, but your skill doesn't bring in viewers. Right. Doesn't bring in the media. It doesn't bring in populations of people. It's not an entertainment Yeah, it doesn't bring in (laughs) enough uh, viewership for the school to milk you for. Right. If it did, you get a scholarship. And does that make your skill less valuable? No. And to take it further, I'm I'm going to school to get that skill. Yeah. Where these guys are also going to school to get their skill in football and be coached, but they're also – Supposed to be getting an education. Yeah. It's like an ulterior motive. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't sell yourself short there, Kyle. It's uh, it's, <laughs> it's it's a popularity exactly, thing. It's not exactly your fault, right? So. I, I know I get that. I'm just trying to like put it in into perspective yeah. a little bit. Um, but yeah, there is a ton of money in college football, so something's got to give eventually. Who knows what'll happen? Um, part of me thinks it won't be direct money going to the players. It'll be like they can do other things, like maybe have. Like if they want to go about um, getting promos done in the community or something like that, where they can like make money off of uh, partnerships or something instead of just direct money from the school where it's not really the school that's giving them the money. It's other people outside. Then maybe the conflict of interest wouldn't be as heightened. Um, But I don't know. There's something out there. We'll have to see what happens in the next 10, 20 years. (laughs) I mean, do you think it'll ever come for uh, not, them? Not for a while. I think the sport as a whole will suffer or will change more than college football will just with the whole concussion thing. And oh, the, yeah. Uh, That's big in the NFL, too. I mean, college, they just like... College are just kind of ignoring it. Yeah. Um, I mean, they You don't hear whole, anything about it. Yeah. But I think the sport itself will probably decline a little bit in its popularity unless some technological advancement comes along and they can just, you know, eliminate concussions, which probably isn't possible. But Yeah, they're always researching that. I think because of all the money that's in football, there's people getting paid out there to research an alternative Probably helmet. not as much as they should. Probably not. There's probably a lot more money they could be putting into it. <laughs> so I think that'll that'll change something before the whole money college football player thing works out. But who knows? Um the thing about it for me is that it's it's something they just kind of like try to ignore mm-hmm. the authorities. Just like, hmm, yeah, we made a lot of money. Yeah. And I then, don't want to talk about it, so we're not going to. Then you have big players sitting for college bowl games. Yeah. Try, and, and, and then, a little then people are mad like, well, that's, that's not part of the team mentality, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, why are you mad at this guy? <laughs> You're not paying him. He's setting out to prevent injury so that he can get paid. Yeah, he's thinking about his future. Yeah, because you didn't think about his. Yeah. So don't get mad at him when he sits out. Exactly. Like, 
Christian McCaffrey last year set out. People on the forums were mad. People blowing up. People on ESPN being like, "Oh, drafted well, first round, had a successful yeah, season with the Panthers." Makes the bowl season just lame. <laughs> well, you know what's lame? Getting hurt, costing yourself millions, and nobody cares. Or potentially a career, yeah, where you could have made millions. Take Jake Butt from Michigan towards ACL in his bowl game. Cost him a couple draft spots. Cost him a couple draft rounds, really. Yeah. So he plays for the Broncos now, but he's not making as much as he could have if he would have sat out. Yeah. So people just don't really think about these things. They just think like, oh, I wanted to see a good game. They don't think of these people as players. And that's one thing I appreciate appreciate about uh, Deion Sanders. He like his commentary and stuff. He is paying attention to like he like he likes to talk about how players are people too. And I'm like, totally. And like. When I'm talking about sports, I try to keep in mind, like, okay, this person made this decision to leave this team to go to this other team. Just like I would make the decision to go work for Nike if I got a job offer there, you know, things like that. So, hello, Helena. Oh, hey, Elena. Hey, girl, hey. Um, so, I think that's pretty good for some uh, college football coverage. Um, championship, championship. championship game was lit. Um, now let's talk about some NFL and I'm just going to play this again. Orb more football. Uh, so we've got some divisional round NFL playoffs coming at you. Um, four big games. Um, we just advanced from the wild card round. A couple teams scraped through a couple low scoring games. Um, but it was a very entertaining weekend of football. Micah's Titans got to move on to the next round. By the hair of their chinny-chin-chin. Chin, yeah. <laughs> only to be destroyed this week by the Patriots. Uh, and we'll get to that game. Uh, so we're going to we're gonna go in order. We'll talk about each of the games that are coming up this weekend. And oh, just, yeah. There's this guide thing that I'm not following. Oh, well, I don't think I have those on there. Oh. I have I have stuff over here I can show oh. you. But no, you're good. No, if you get ahead of yourself, that's my bad because I didn't put the points there. Um, Jerk. Here, I'll, I'll give you some real fast. No, you're good. I'm not um, even looking at it. Whatever. Now you are. Just kidding. Uh, so the first game we're going to talk about is Atlanta at Philadelphia. Divisional round. Uh, Atlanta finished the season 10-6. and six. Philadelphia ended the season 13-3. and three. Um, They did have Carson Wentz for the most of the season. Then he tore his ACL on a nasty touchdown dive. Yeah, he did it to himself. Um, yeah, he I don't know, played, put himself on the line in just the wrong moment. Um, you know that win wasn't going to cost him a playoff spot. They had already clinched something, so um, it was going to clinch him home field. <clears throat> but I'm gonna put this graphic up again. Uh, so the game is going on January 13th. That'll be this Saturday. 4.35 Eastern time, according to the schedule. 4.35. Um, basically, the things that these two teams bring to the table, I, the thing I think of about Atlanta all the time is their running back duo, uh, Freeman and Coleman. And Julio Jones. Julio. And the thing with their team is that Julio tends to get shut down by defenses because they, they'll just like make sure that he's locked down. And then they make the Falcons have to rely on the running game. Um Making it a little more difficult on Matty Ice. Um, Julio's good enough; he can. He still gets open. <laughs> he gets open. I mean, he still still gets some catches in a game, but he's not nearly as explosive explosive as he used to be. I don't think he has enough decoys on the wide receiver gang to give him more open touches. I guess. 
This this is a battle of the birds, by the way. Falcons, Eagles. Wow. Wow. That's that's really quite neat. What are you doing right now? It's quite neat. I'm so confused right now. It's quite neat. Battle of the birds. It's really quite neat. Um then you got Philadelphia. Yeah. What do you think about this game? It's gonna it's gonna be good. It's gonna be some football. Mike needs points. I need points too. <laughs> uh, this game line comes down to how well Nick Foles plays. Nick Foles, yes. Carson Wentz plays, they win. Philly wins, hands down. Nick Foles, though, oh, he's the he's the wild card. Well, he's he's done pretty well for them in the past too. Yeah, he's a he's he's a winning quarterback. He's not just a some backup chump. You know, he used to be backup chump. Yeah, he's not just a backup chump. He's won a couple games. Uh, he's thrown seven touchdowns in one game, and you just don't do that if you suck. So he's got some skill. Yeah. So I, I still think that the road is going through Minnesota. So whoever wins this game, I think is going to. I think it's going to lose to that's Minnesota's teams, who's probably going to win this week's too, huh? Isaac Greases. Let me get these games up on this schedule for you. Man, we're sloppy. Uh, Ten at any... I'm sleepy. Why so sleep? Don't let me have a big beer before this thing. (laughs) Hey, you you ordered yourself. I didn't order that for you. Uh, Here we go. So we got some matchups now. Charles Um, says, it's harder for me to root for Philly, though. Carson is just such a likable player. He is. He's a a hometown, blue-collar kind of guy. So... And Nick Foles is Nick Foles. And was it pr- uh, the Prince guy, Prince Harry, and Carson Wentz oh, yeah. look like twins? <laughs> I'm not saying they're the same guy. I've just never seen them <laughs> in the same room together. Right. <laughs> uh, if that turned out to be real, that would be mind-blowing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Atlanta, I like Dan Quinn as a coach. I mean, see, I, I honestly think that having Nick Foles come in and having had such success with them in the past is it makes it a good wild card for the Eagles. Cause like, you know, maybe the Falcons are coming in knowing what to expect from Carson Wentz and finding out ways to stop it. Yeah. Now they have to try to predict what this guy who hasn't played really all the all season, what he's going to do and what his abilities are again. I mean, they have, they have tape on him, but yeah, they have tape and it's still the same offense. Yeah. It's just Foles isn't as capable as Wentz. So Yeah. And, and I mean, when you do so good as to have a record of thirteen and three, your quarterback's done a big chunk of that. Yeah. Um, especially in the NFL these days, a passing league the way it is. That being um, said, Atlanta really showed up last weekend. They look like an experienced, yeah, we know what we're doing kind of team because they do. They went to the Super Bowl last year, so I think that could really help them out. If I had to put a number on it, I'd say Atlanta wins by three. Is that your bet? Are we going to bet on these games? Sure. Okay. I got Atlanta by three. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna make a pick on this game. Mike has got Atlanta by three. Oh boy, I'm going to say Atlanta by seven. I think they'll their experience will take them a long way, just like it did in the last round. Um, even though it was a close, close one for them, I think they'll get they'll get the Eagles this time just out of 
coordination errors on the Eagles side and things like that. Um, so then on the next one, I'll guess first so that it's a little bit fair. Yeah, fine, sure. Whatever. Is that fair? Whatever, guy. Okay. All right, so the next game is Tennessee at New England. Let's put that up here. Uh, this game, it doesn't really come down to anything unless <laughs> Tom Brady goes out in the first quarter. So, <laughs> Well, he's getting old. I mean, there's I mean, a possibility. It's, yeah, it's just one good hit. But I mean, that's... you never want to bet on somebody getting injured, but that's what you need in this case if you're the Titans. You need Thomas Brady to somehow be benched. Yeah, it's uh... – uh, maybe the, the drama going around in New England will put him on the bench for this game. No. <laughs> Belichick's like, you're, you're sitting just like Jalen Hurts sat yesterday or Monday. and You're done, TB12. <laughs> you TB done. Your brand is a gonzo. Yeah, you're TB13. <laughs> One more than I need. So Tennessee finished the season 9-7, and seven, barely got into barely. the playoffs, um, thanks to a couple other teams losing and them winning. and <laughs> oh, It was crazy. Well, no, they won. Yeah. They they weren't waiting on someone to win. They just if they lost they would have had to have help. Okay. They didn't they didn't have help. They controlled their own destiny. Barely though. Barely. Barely. <laughs> and then they got into the wild card and Mariota threw a touchdown pass to himself, which was pretty awesome. First time in NFL history. In the playoffs anyway. In the playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. <laughs> playoffs, playoffs. Uh but they're going against New England, you know, led by Tom Brady himself. Uh <clears throat> one of the goats. Um, very dominant career. He go. Um, he gets kind of scary, angry on the sidelines when you watch him. But they finished thirteen and three. This game's going down January thirteenth, also Saturday after uh, the Falcons Eagles game. And on this one, I'm going to say New England wins by eighteen. Uh, Brad says, if Miami can beat New England, so can the Titans. Uh, Charles says, what if Tennessee actually makes Brady look like Bortles as they are boasting? Then I will be delighted. However, I don't expect that to happen. Uh, the Atlanta Philly graphics on the screen right now. Uh, oh, did it fail? Oh, I had it up the... What? There you go. Uh, I just turned it off a second ago, so it's uh, probably just layered over itself. So, if you were watching the Tennessee-Kansas City game, when Travis Kelsey was not concussed, he was destroying the Titans' secondary. Gronk's better. Not, maybe not better. Yeah. Brady's better than Smith, and Gronk is comparable to Kelsey. If not yes. better, just simply due to his chemistry with the quarterback and having a better quarterback. Uh, Kelsey has great touchdown celebrations, he does. too. I'll he just does. throw that he out does. there. He does. But... Had Kelsey not been concussed, I don't think Tennessee comes close to winning that game. Just saying. Yeah, they're my team. Yeah. Sorry, ye have little faith, but no. Well, I mean, they did barely get it. Yeah. So. They, awesome they, lucky they, plays. They still beat them by only one point. So um, as long as Brady and Gronk are both healthy, no. Yeah. So what was – you said they win by what? Huh? Oh, I said 18 for New England. 18. Um. I will say 21. 21? Okay. I think well, it's going to be a blowout. See, I thought that too. I was like, this is going to be big, but... Uh, yeah, they're going to they're gonna stop them. By the way, the, that graphic's not on the screen anymore, according to my broadcast over here. Uh, yeah, it's good on mine. Uh, Mikey says, I actually have faith in the Titans. Whoa, so many things. Oh, I, yeah, I wasn't scrolled down. 
Uh, Alice says the Falcons come in playing better. Oh, Charles says he, uh, Carson Wentz looks like John, our friend, John. I totally agree. Charles, sorry to be, be behind on the comments. I was a little bit, I was pulling up links and stuff. Um, let's see. Brad says if my, yeah, you already mentioned that one. Alice has the Titans cause she does not like new England. <laughs> oh, that's fine. It's a good reason. I mean, I'm not know. rooting against my team. I'm just trying to be realistic with my fandom. Yeah. Okay. Now that uh, mine's going to be fixed in a second. Like he says, Gronk is better, but Titans D line will get after TB 12. Um, I don't think so. I think they will get closer to TB 12, but, uh, you know, the reason Brady's 40 and still playing is because he takes care of himself. Yeah. He gets rid of the ball. He doesn't stand there and take a sack. He doesn't run the, the ball ever. He doesn't run the ball ever. Um, so at least not by plan. It's yeah. usually he gets flushed out or something. He gets rid of the ball so quick. I don't think it's going to matter. Um, if we take away Gronk, he'll dump it off to running back. I mean, James White's been destroying teams for the last eight weeks because people take away Gronk. Yeah. And Gronk still gets his. So, um, uh, Brad Brad's says, so, yeah, I, I pick New England by 21. Yeah. He's got New England by 21. I've got him by 18. So that's our second bet. And then you can pick first on the next one. Cody says, Kelsey's a D bag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get that vibe from him as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, and if, if you're wondering where my 21 comes from, um, before Kelsey was concussed, that Kansas City offense is going through Tennessee like but like hot knife through butter. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was easy. And so easy. Just to like go back in time and come back. If the Chiefs did have him and they beat the ten- the Titans, who would you have in this in that game? Titans, or, I mean uh, Chiefs and Patriots. Uh, still the Patriots, but not by twenty one. I have the right. Patriots by like seven or something. Yeah, something more. Yeah, something more <laughs> respectable. Right. <laughs> so. This this Tennessee team lost to Houston by like forty points earlier this season. Brad said, "So what did Micah pick? OMG, Tennessee by one again. What? Okay. No, Micah has New England by twenty one. Twenty one points. <laughs> yeah. Twenty one to zero. Yeah. Twenty eight to <laughs> <Zero>. seven. Thirty five <laughs> to fourteen. Just keep going. They're gonna win by twenty one. But I got New England by eighteen. So there we go. We'll have to remember these. Um, I can go back and listen to it. Yeah. Um, all right. Next game is, and I'm going to not ruin this this time. <laughs> Jacksonville. This is an interesting one. Very interesting. So just to get it started, we got Jacksonville coming in 10 and six. Uh, Pittsburgh, 13 and three, January 14th. That is Sunday, 105 Eastern time this coming Sunday. So this is the Jacksonville team that picked off Rothsburger five times. When they played earlier this season. That being said, Pittsburgh is playing a much different game. (laughs) Um, No, Brad, I'm not jumping ship. I'm just realistic. He's being realistic. And I think that's a fair score for that game. But Jacksonville. Kyle knows the Lakers aren't going to win the championship this year. Yes, there's no way. He can still root for them to win their games, but he knows they're not going to win the finals. (laughs) So. So let's see. I'm stoked that Tennessee's in the playoffs. I'm stoked they made it on, but to say they have a chance would be, you know, a disservice to myself. <laughs> so uh, were you saying that Jacksonville picked off Ben Roethlisberger five times this year? Yes. In one game? Yes. Well, that... if the Steelers make Blake Bortles look like Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles makes Blake Bortles look like Blake Bortles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's fun to say. Uh, Blake Blortle, Blortle, Blortle. Blake Blortle, Blake Blortle, Blake Blortle. 
the Steelers have been playing some good ball. They should have beat New England. In fact, some can argue that they did. Um, in which case, season wouldn't be any different <laughs> at this point. <laughs> uh, these games would still be in the same locations. But they might be playing – Tennessee would be playing Pittsburgh. So I guess that's the only difference. Right. But <clears throat> Jacksonville started out hot the season, finished kind of meh. 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 <laughs> so finished on two straight losses, um, 49ers and Tennessee. But oh, Antonio Brown's back. That's a big thing. You got Juju. You got Le'Veon. You got Roethlisberger at home. That gas station hot dog that he is. Um, <laughs> it's the shiny nose, the shiny bulbous nose that really. It is. Jacksonville's got a good D, though. They're a bunch of bullies. They have a really good off- or defensive line. Um, they won defensively last week. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be the Steelers necessarily blowing them out. I just don't think Jacksonville's going to generate that many points. Yeah. I mean, the top rusher for the J- Jaguars last week was Blake Bortles. Yeah, and they have Leonard Fournette, so that kind of says a lot. Yeah, he had 88 yards. <laughs> so I, I have Pittsburgh by 10. Pittsburgh by 10, okay. Oh, man. I do think defense is going to play a big role in this game, but there's so many weapons on Pittsburgh that it's kind of hard to root against them. Um, I think it's going to come down to a field goal, and I think Pittsburgh is going to be making that field goal. I thought you were going to do Jacksonville. So, ooh, spicy. 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 Spicy hot dog. Spicy gas station hot dog. So this this week's going to come down to just scores. Well, I guess we've got one more game, so – yeah, um, could be. I was thinking Jacksonville, but I'm like, uh, I see Pittsburgh Steelers yeah. making a lot of field goals. So Pittsburgh's hungry. Um, so that does it for Jackson and Pittsburgh. The last one of the divisional round is the New Orleans Saints coming in 11 and five, uh, and the Minnesota Vikings coming in 13 and three. This game's at 4:40 p.m. Eastern time, Sunday, right after the Jaguars and Steelers. It's going to be the best game this weekend, calling it now. Why? How so? Like, what do you, do you think it's going to be just a close game, or do you think it's going to be just like a ton of offense? Drew Brees throwing no, for 600 yards. It's going to be a close game, but a good game. I like that. Fair enough. Not not blowout, because they're both – Minnesota has a great defense, mm-hmm. and New Orleans' defense has had probably the best turnaround in a long time from dead last for two years to, you know, these not the upper echelon but <laughs> you know middle of the pack and yeah. they're playing good right now they're playing really well yeah honestly I, i'm a big fan of drew Brees and the saints those guys i mean drew Brees is a hell of a leader like you see him in the huddle before every game yeah firing the dudes up and just pinpoint precision passer which is always fun to watch when you like you see him throw this ball up in the air and all you can do is just like follow the trajectory and then you get to the end of the rainbow and it's a pot of gold <laughs> it's like, how did he put the ball right there from 60 yards? Like, uh, no, he's, he's got some of the prettiest passes. His arms are like rocks, man, but they're muscles. <laughs> I'm, I like the Saints. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Hot, hard take. Drew Brees strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, let me look back at history here. Okay, I got nothing there. But, yeah, they, they beat the Panthers last week, and – like Cam Newton just wasn't the Saints beat the Panthers, I should say. Cam Newton just wasn't there. 
seemed like he was checked out, being really lazy. Um, Charles says Minnesota is so good for being a patchwork team on offense. Truth. I agree. And then Drew Brees will put will pull the win out for sure. Boo. Well, I shouldn't say anything. I'm not going to reveal my pick. Um, <laughs> I'm. I think I'm already going Saints. You're going Saints. Okay. I'm going Saints. Um, I put a lot of faith in Drew Brees in that one. I've already I've mentioned him more than anybody else. Um, but Kamara, that dude's pretty good. I'm going to say the Saints win by a okay amount. I'm going to say they win by ten. All right. All right. Who so, you Vikings have won what thirteen games? They've won thirteen games. They've won thirteen games because of their defense. Okay. Case Keenum's played very well for being a backup. Mm-hmm. Arguably a backup backup. I don't know. I don't know how you classify him. Uh, filling in admirably for two hurt quarterbacks, mm-hmm. which Bridgewater's back and healthy now. And right. Well, maybe not healthy, but that was a, a field play. That was a there was a feel good story about yeah, yeah, him early yeah, yeah, in the season. Yeah. If Keenum got hurt, Bridgewater goes in. Um, but their defense. The defense will win it. Yeah. So and you've got the defense winning. I got the offense winning. I I would I would pick the Saints if it was in New Orleans because they're hard to beat in that dome. Right, I agree. But this they're going to be in a dome still. Yeah, this isn't Kinda. their their dome sweet dome. This they, is Minnesota's dome sweet dome. <laughs> it's going to be purple. It's going to be loud, and defense is hungry. They're going to eat, and Rudolph's going to score. I think Drew Brees is going to throw for four hundred plus yards. He might. I don't think he's going to win. He might not get any touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 400 yards doesn't mean jack. So I have Minnesota by three. Minnesota by three. I got Saints by ten. All right. That's an interesting swing there. We, first three games are going off points pretty much, and then it comes down to the last game. Yeah, this this one's not coming down to points. See, it's coming I, down to one game. See, and I was almost about to say Jacksonville earlier too with the Pittsburgh game. That one's going to be – I think that'll be the deciding game because these ones, all the other ones have like a more definitive outcome. Yeah. That one's kind of like a, (laughs) (laughs) so there you go. That's the bets. Um, I'm not sure what to do. I'm going to do pick something more creative for you to do. Yeah. I I am going to get away from decorating your office because that's just a win win for you. Um, (laughs) let's see. Anybody got some bet suggestions? You can say Micah should bet me this or I should bet Micah that. I think that'll make it interesting. That way you can see the your bets being carried out against us. <laughs> they got to be family buzz friendly. Cuts. Buzz cuts. I'm in the job hunt, Brad. <laughs> you know, not not ITD anymore, but I'm not going to just buzz my head. Oh, I don't know if I can jobs. do that. Oh, man. That's tough. I just imagine like going into a meeting with a client and I'm just like bald Hey, <laughs> and being blonde. My hair does not grow back very, it, it it's like see-through for like three months and then it eventually becomes visible. Uh, that's a good suggestion though. <laughs> that's pretty serious. I think that's more like if you lose the league, the fantasy league, yeah. you have to shave your head. I think that's a good one for that, but he lost to a bet like that recently or a couple of years ago. Uh, Charles says, I've buzzed my head. It doesn't look bad. I agree. Charles looks great with his head shaved. Um, me, however, I don't know. I've got some bumps and scratches and scars. And Yeah, if, I don't know. if I, 
yet no you you've buzzed your hair pretty short before i though. have i have like i'll get a haircut but not gonna buzz it so right. i'll shave my burns <laughs> that is a definitive mica feature that's I'll for shave sure my burns uh uh pock says oh calling us chicken take a take a vote buzz cuts buzz cuts buzz cuts take a vote on those i I'm I'm more game for something that doesn't take months to right. That's pretty harsh. To write. That's that, pretty harsh yeah. on one week. Yeah. Um, I'd have to buy Micah more food for that bet to happen against him. Hey, if, if you guys <laughs> want to spread the word and we can quit our jobs and do nothing but podcasts, by all means, I'll shave my head. I'll shave my head every day of the week. Um, but <laughs> until day. then, I believe my uh, my group of doctors that are my boss collectively would probably not like a shaved head. Right. So it would be a little off-putting maybe to clients and customers. I'll uh, do a mohawk on the podcast. I won't shave my head, but put some Elmer's glue in my hair. Just crazy hair. Crazy hair. Crazy hair podcast. All right. I like that one. Um, let's see. Uh, Charles says, I was worried about my head before I did it too, though. True. His head, his head is very symmetrical. I'm, I'm impressed with his head. Uh, then he says, how about the loser has to wear their least favorite team's gear for a month? So... We tried that with the Celtics thing because, see, uh, it's hard to enforce. We don't see each other every day. Yeah, see, like, the bet that I, Micah had to carry out today was make five positive comments about the Lakers, but it's not that he hates the Lakers. It's just that, yeah. like, I'll, I like to hear him talk about them because whenever I bring up Lonzo Ball or something, he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. but it's mostly his dad. But anyways, that's another one of those things where it's like, I'm going to make you wear Celtics gear. It's all his dad. Yeah, but then it's like, you know, if I had to wear Celtics gear, I'm like, I like Kyrie Irving, man, like, are they your least favorite team, though? My least favorite team? I I don't know. If, I, that's hard to say. <laughs> like, I would have to pick a team where there's some guy who's just an asshole and doesn't do the sport justice, I guess. But I don't know just who that an is. Asshole. Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett? Walter Payton, Man of the Year candidate <laughs> oh, yeah, for Seattle. Oh, yeah, we skipped that part, didn't we? <laughs> um, there is a Walter Payton Man of the Year award. I want to say this really quick. Uh, I'm sure you guys have all heard about it if you watch football, or at least NFL football. Basically, they pick a nominee from every single team, and they choose them for doing doing great things in their community. And I found out recently that the the icon that the players wear on their jerseys and on their helmets to notify the fans and people who are watching the broadcast. Yeah, Brown Vader. It lets them know that they're a Walter Payton Man of the Year. It's like this bronzy-looking, Vader-looking character. Um, but it's Walter Payton wearing one of those football coats that keep him warm, just like sits over their shoulder. But... It wasn't until today, me being the graphic designer and picking up on clues, that I was like, oh my gosh, that coat looks like a cape. And these guys are supposed to be like, you know, positive figures in the community. And the icon is a guy like Walter Payton wearing what seems to be a cape. I think the branding on that, like just that icon alone is so well thought out, but it's just so natural. It's like Walter Payton in his natural habitat, but that's your icon for this good thing in the community kyle gets his half chub from graphic design (laughs) (laughs) i'm just over here like yeah 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 Yeah. um how about bsu gear uh i will never buy orange and blue bsu poo 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 and around here people (laughs) should be like oh hey (laughs) yeah me too see if you're in moscow and did that oh boy if we're in moscow that's that's a good one that's a that's a good way to get yourself killed on the weekend yeah 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 but around (laughs) here there's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. All yeah, right, so, yeah. so should we do a safe bet of – and when I say safe, I still mean it's going to be kind of crazy. Whoever loses has to do crazy hairdo for the next podcast. 
Sure. Okay. Decorated by the other person? Decorated? Like, like on air? Huh? What? What'd you say? Like we do the hair on air? Like you, if I lose, you have to, you get to do my hair however you want on air? That'd be weird. I guess I have these gloves. I have some gloves over here. <laughs> I designed a pa- some packaging for some like medical gloves. And so I got a complimentary package of the gloves. I could use those for styling your hair. <laughs> Assuming you win. Yeah. <laughs> Just mustard in your hair. Oh, I don't know. Natural dye. I'd have, I'd have something better. I don't know. Better than mohawks? Or better than silly hair decorated by each other? Yeah. I mean, it's... Hmm. Hmm. It's our friends and your in-laws and your dad watching. <laughs> like, right. It's not that embarrassing. I've done more embarrassing things around these people. It's still sure silly. It is silly. I mean, I've never done your hair before. That's got to feel weird. That's true. You've never done my hair. I'm going to be I'm already it's weird about it. It is wispy. Oh, I just like, cracked <laughs> my neck. <laughs> Damn. I did yoga last night for the first just, time in my body. He <laughs> broke his neck. I don't know if you. I don't know if the mics picked that up. I but hope it was it a did. solid crack. <laughs> it's wispy. I know. I know. Crack. <laughs> oh breaks man. Breaks his own neck. Um. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if you're saying Mohawks isn't a good idea, you've got to no, come I, up with something. I, I'm not, yeah, that's my thing. Like I said, that, that I can't come up with anything. So. <laughs> I still like the idea of just making you a really crappy drink that you have to drink. but I'm not going to do that at my workplace, yeah. though. <laughs> so. There we go, Alice. Kelly does Micah's hair. Becca does Kyle's hair. Yeah. There we go. Kelly has class on Wednesdays. That'll be really hard. We'll try it. That's the one. If If we can coordinate, that's the one. I think we can make it happen depending on when you get off work. So we just have Becca do one of our hairs. There we go. One of our hairs. <laughs> All right, Alice, you are the winner on the suggestion for the bet this week. The, the loser has to have their hair done by the other's wife. <laughs> or at very least Becca. <laughs> or at least Becca, because one of our wives, mine might be in class. I know she's there till 10 tonight. So it's like, uh, Depends on when she gets there and if you can get here before she goes to class and she can do your hair real quick because you're going to lose. <laughs> no. All right. Well, anyways, guys, thank you to everybody for stopping in. Eric, you're coming in a little late, but I still appreciate your view. <laughs> Just kidding. I appreciate you showing up. Uh, be sure to go back and watch the show or listen to it on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube. Uh, those are the three main spots. Facebook, obviously, because that's where we're live at. Um do you have anything you want to say before we sign off today, Micah? No. No? No. Okay. But I do have to say go Vandals. Um, and hope you guys have a good rest of your week. We'll see you next Wednesday in episode 36. Probably be talking a lot about uh, football, maybe a little more basketball since the championship for college is over. But we hope you tune in next week, 7 o'clock Mountain Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, here on Facebook. Hope to see you here next week. Until then... We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.